Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Slot Talk Radio. On our 19th episode of The Ivy, we'll be discussing the past week of Cubs' regular season games and any NL Central news before tonight's big game versus the Milwaukee Brewers. We talk about it all on our 19th episode of The Ivy. Welcome into the 19th episode of the Ivy, as myself, Thomas, and my partner, Max, will be here with you for the next 30 minutes, dive into everything Cubs related. If you like the Cubs, you've come to the right place, and we're extremely grateful that you took some time out of your Sunday night to join us here. Max, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing good. All right. Well, tonight we'll be talking about the Cubs' last week of games, like we usually do, along with some other baseball news around the division and the league. And also, make sure to call in the show by calling the number 845-277-9345. That's 845-277-9345 to join us here and ask a question or comments on anything Cubs-related. So, Max, we're going to dive right into the Cubs' last week of games. And do you want to start us off with uh, last month's game, or do you want me to? Yeah, I'll start off. So um, last Sunday, it was uh, our first of three um, Sunday straight Sunday night baseball games. Um, the Cubs won that game 13-5. to um, They scored six in the bottom of the eighth um, to put them up 13-2. to um, And then St. Louis scored three in the ninth. Um, Chris Bryant had a grand slam, and as, as well as um, Wilson Contreras with a solo homer. Um, Marcelo Zuna for the Cards also had. Um, a solo home run, and then Paul DeJong. Um, and then Jose Quintana started that game. He went six innings, giving up eight hits, two runs, two walks, and two Ks. Um, and then the bullpen closed it out. Um, Kinsler and Ciszek both had scoreless innings, and then Tyler Chatwood gave up three in the ninth. Um, overall, a pretty good game. Um, obviously, a lot of runs, and I think Quintana did his job starting. Um, I mean, Tyler Chatwood, he's been kind of on and off all season. Obviously, he struggled that performance, but he's been pretty well ever since. Um, Thomas, what were your thoughts on that game? Yeah, um, this is the one we won 13-5, correct? Yes. Yep, so <clears throat> this was the game that also uh, extended the Cubs. I don't know if you mentioned this, but ex- extended the Cubs winning streak to seven games. Um, and this also was the game that we came into the division, I believe, uh, two and a half games behind the Cardinals. Or sorry, came into the series two and a half games behind the Cardinals. Uh, so we ended up taking sole sole uh, uh, sole right possession. Place, yeah, possession of first place. So that was big. Um, but going into the Cubs' next game, the winning streak eventually did snap um, at seven games uh, because the Cubs, after leading 3-0 uh, after the first inning, thanks to an Anthony Rizzo two-run homer and a Wilson Gutierrez RBI single. Uh, the Marlins came back, and in the ninth inning, they scored three runs. This was the game uh, in which 
they had uh, an RBI walk to tie the game. I think that was Pedro Stroke pitching, and then there was an RBI ground out along with the, another uh, double play ground out. Uh, Chris Bryant homered to make it just a one-run game, and the Cubs eventually did lose 6-5. to five, And I remember that it, it was really disappointing that the Cubs uh, allowed that second run there because um, that was – oh, yeah, I remember that was the play that uh, Kyle Ryan – with the uh, mental mistake, Max, uh, he threw yeah. the ball home. He threw the ball home, and uh, instead of instead, no, sorry, sorry, he threw the ball to first instead of home, uh, which led to the sixth run scoring, which gave Marlins a two run lead. And then, like I said, uh, Chris Bryant's home run would have tied it, but it eventually did not. Uh, Cole Hamill started this game. He went six innings, five hits, three earned, with seven strikeouts. He was pretty good, and CJ Edwards. Uh, had a clean inning, but Strope struggled, and then Kyle Ryan with the mental mistake was uh, the end of that one. Yeah, um, something else to mention, too. I, I know a lot of people, um, they did blame that loss on Kyle Ryan, um, and I guess I can see that, but he did come in um, in a tough situation with runners on base. Um, Definitely. And he's been pretty locked down all season for us so far. Um, after that game, he had a 284 ERA. I don't know if it's changed or not. But, I mean, he's been pretty good out of the pen so far. And, um, I mean, coming in and only giving up, I think he only gave up, a, like, one of Pedro's runs, if I remember correctly. Maybe it was two. Either way, um, he's just been really good so far, um, especially with, I mean, not his, I don't know his stats um, with runners in scoring position. But, I mean, he's just been good all season so far. Yeah, he's a guy that – He's a guy that Madden has definitely increased his trust level at, definitely. Yeah. Okay, now we'll get into a little bit of the game on May 7. Um, the Cubs won that game 5-2. to two. Um, Steve Ciszek got the win, and Adam Conley for the Marlins got the loss. Um, Lester went six innings, eight hits, um, no runs, um, no earned runs, but two um, runs allowed um, in six Ks. He lowered his ERA to 1.41 after that game. Um, he starts tonight. Um, Brandon Kinsler, Brad Brock, and Steve Ciszek all went um, scoreless innings. And then for Miami, Caleb Smith started that game. Um, he struck out 11 batters in six and two-thirds innings, um, giving up five hits, two runs, and three walks. Um, a good performance for him, too. I've seen – I follow quite a few Marlins pages on Instagram, and um, he's definitely earned some high praise from them. Um, two eleven ERA so far from him. Um, he's definitely been good for them. Um, and then, um, Javi Baez had um a sack fly in the first uh, drive in Chris Bryant, and then um the Albert Almora solo homer in the third, and then the Chris Bryant homer in the bottom of the ninth. Um, the Cubs did score three in the bottom of the ninth, um, and that was off of the Chris Bryant homer. Um, so a walk-off there, and then I believe um, the next day was a walk-off too, um, in which the Cubs won three to two. Um, I mean, Thomas, do you wanna? Is there anything you wanna mention from the day before um, Tuesday, or do you wanna get started on Wednesday? Um, so Tuesday, let me look here real quick. Uh, you mentioned that the bullpen was stellar um, with Kinsler, Brock, and Ciszek all recording a scoreless inning, including two strikeouts apiece. Um, 
Caleb Smith was impressive, I agree. And then getting into the next game, this is the game in which the Cubs walked off for the second straight day. Um, the Cubs actually were down 1-0 to after the end of the first and couldn't get anything going into the fourth. Uh, Javier Baez, his RBI single, tied the game, followed by a pass ball that gave the Cubs a 2-1 to lead. In the ninth, uh, we saw a little bit uh, kind of like Monday's game in which Kyle Ryan came in and – or sorry, he's used to say – um, but Kyle, Kyle Ryan did get the earned run just because he gave up the hit. Um, but Ciszek had the blown save. I remember there was like a pass ball around there somewhere in that inning in the ninth. So the Marlins tied it, and then Jason Hayward, sixth home of the year in the 11th for a solo homer. As the Cubs honestly kind of stole this game, in my opinion. I mean, we scored one with the wild pitch. Or sorry, the pass ball. Um, and we, did, we didn't really look great, and that also kind of reminds me of the game that we won yesterday. Um, we didn't look great, but they, they got the job done, and after this, it was the Cubs were up 2-1 in the series looking um, last Thursday event to take the series, which they eventually did, and Matt, so I'll let you talk more on that. Yeah, um, so that was um, Wednesday, correct? Or was that Thursday? Thursday. Yeah, Thursday, okay. The Cubs won 4-1, to one. um, not as much as a um, riled up game as the other few in the series. Um, the Cubs did win four to one. They scored two in the first and two in the fifth. Um, and then Miami scored their one in the fourth. Um, Chris Bryant had another homer, his third in four days um, against Miami. And then Riz, Anthony Rizzo had homered in the bottom of the fifth um, to extend the lead to four to one. Um, the Cubs didn't end up winning. Like I had said, um, and big props to, uh, um, Mike Montgomery for saving the pen that day. Um, he went five innings out of the bullpen, only allowing three hits, no runs, um, two walks, and three Ks. Um, and you Darvish struggled again, going four innings, only one hit allowed and one run, but he did walk six and K'd seven. Um, I mean, what have you? Um, what are your thoughts on you Darvish so far this season, Thomas? Uh, it's been disappointing. I'm not gonna lie. Um, it, it hasn't really been there. After this start, uh, just so odd. You know, four four innings, one hit, one earned run, seven strikeouts. I mean, you'd think right there that, you know, if you saw that line, four innings, one hit, one earned run, and seven strikeouts, that he'd be at, you know, 60 pitches. But that's all he had because he added six walks, and we've seen that he hasn't been able to get the walk numbers down yet. Um, it's good to see that the the uh, strikeout numbers have been there. Uh, looking at his game log, uh, last game obviously he had the seven strikeouts. I'm trying to find it here. One second. Uh, seven strikeouts, and then the start before that he only had four. But the three starts before that he had a combined 23 strikeouts. The three starts before that um, in late mid to late April, uh, once once against Marlins, twice against the Diamondbacks. So. Uh, he's not getting deep in the games. He's only been uh, past. He's only reached six innings once, and that that was against the Diamondbacks, uh, which he had eight strikeouts. So it's been a little disappointing, but still hopeful that uh, there can be a turnaround for the future. How about you? Yeah, I'm. I mean, I agree. I had really high hopes for um, you coming into the season, um, and like you had said, he's struggled so far. Um, it's been a little disappointing, but. 
I mean, a lot of people are trashing him, but I'm really hoping that he can turn it around. Um, I mean, the only thing really that's um, been holding him back so far is um, the amount of walks that he has given up, um, 33 and right. 36 and two-thirds innings. Um, I mean, that's really hurting him. I mean, if you look at all of his other stats, um, a two twenty seven opposing batting average, um, really good for him. And, I mean, only 22 earned runs, um, 23 given up, and then the eight home runs is a little um, nerve-wracking. But, I mean, if he could get the walks down, I mean, he can be, I mean, what all Cubs fans were hoping for. And, I mean, I think he will figure it out. Um, For me, it's just a matter of when. Yeah, and I also want to mention that with that win, uh, the Cubs did improve to 22-13. and 13. Uh, They had won 10 of their last 11 games, and uh, that meant that they were leading the Brewers by one game heading into this weekend series. And eventually that lead was uh, marked down to zero games as the Brewers tied uh, with the Cubs after Milwaukee's Friday victory. Also, just one sec, I want to mention uh, – the Trailblazers just beat Denver in Denver in Game 7, and I'm watching it right now, and that was pretty nuts. It wasn't like a buzzer beat or anything, but I just want to mention that because uh, for Portland to be kind of the underdog in that series, and now they get to play Golden State, that'll be great. But, sorry, a little off topic. Um, the, Brewers lost, the Brewers won 7-0. It was a little uncharacteristic. Uh, because usually when Jose Quintana starts against the Brewers, we see a victory. But it wasn't his fault. Uh, he went six and two-thirds. He did allow three earned runs, but he did produce six strikeouts. He gave the Cubs a chance to win. It's just the bats were not there. Uh, the Cubs were 0 for 9 with runners in scoring position max, and they left eight men on base. Uh, not to mention uh, the bullpen was not good either. As uh, Alan Webster gave up two earned runs, Kyle Ryan gave an earned run, and Brad Brock only recorded one out. Uh, he didn't really have any damage against him, but he didn't he didn't do he didn't do anything bad necessarily. But Kyle Ryan and Webster were not good. Um, but yeah. Overall, it was just kind of a, it was a bad game. Uh, and this was actually the one game uh, that I have I didn't have any post game or pre game for just because of uh, my finals and stuff. So I'll let you talk a little bit about this game if you want to, or we can just move on because there wasn't a whole lot to it. Yeah, I mean, something else I did want to mention about that game, um, uh, Alan Webster did go on the DL immediately after um, that game, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. and then Carl, uh, no, not Carl. Who was brought up? Xavier Cedeno. Yeah, yeah, that's right, Xavier Cedeno. Um, was activated um, off of the I.L. So, I mean, obviously we didn't score any runs. So, I mean, you can't win if you don't score any runs. But, I mean, I can't really necessarily say Alan Webster did bad. I mean, he's a hard thrower. um, And I I don't even know what he went on the DL for. But, I mean, if he was pitching through an injury, then, I mean, he should have told Joe or something. It is what it is. But, um, and then the next day, um, Xavier Cedeno did make his Cub debut. Um, he didn't even record an out. He walked Yelich, and then he was taken out immediately. I don't know if that was a four-pitch walk or not. It was a was five-pitch it a f- walk. I okay, remember, yeah. I remember uh, on my story I put that five-pitch walk. Okay, yeah. So, I mean, I have no idea, like, if there's something wrong with him now, too. I'm hoping not. 
um, especially with Webster gone, um, just to have the fresh arm of Cedeno in the pen. Um, I mean, that's going to be beneficial while Webster is out. Um, And even when he is activated, I'd guess that he won't be on the team. He'll probably um, be down in Iowa again. But um, just getting into a little bit of yesterday, um, the Cubs won in 15 innings off of a walk-off homer from Wilson Contreras. Um, Obviously a tough um, pitching day when you go 15 innings no matter what. Um, But it was really beneficial that Cole Hamels went seven innings um, only allowing a run, three hits, three walks, and five Ks. Um, another great game from him. His ERA is now down to 308. Um, I mean, I've really liked what I've seen from him so far this season. Um, I mean, a lot of people said that he wasn't going to be um, as good as he was last year after we had traded for him. Um, but, I mean, maybe there is a little bit of um, – what's the word for it? I don't know. But, I mean, a lot of people were – thinking that he wasn't going to be as good. And, I mean, he's done really well so far. Um, and going seven innings yesterday was definitely beneficial. Um, Carl Edwards Jr. also went scoreless inning, striking out two. Um, then Brandon Kinsler and Kyle Ryan, and Kyle Ryan combined for a scoreless inning. Um, Steve Ciszek, Brad Brock um, both had scoreless innings. Um, and then Tyler Chatwood closed it out um, with four strong, strong innings, no hits, no runs, three walks, and seven Ks. Um, his ERA is now down to 310, um, and I was talking to it with my dad, and um, I mean, is it a possibility that um, if Brandon Morrow is delayed even more than he is already, um, is there a chance that Tyler Chadwell be, could be our closer? Um, and it's, it's, an, it's an interesting thought, um, especially with he does struggle when he's only throwing um, one inning at a time, but I mean, if you put him in for a seventh inning um and then or even if you put him in the in the eighth and then he throws a good eighth um you put him back out for the ninth in a one-run game I mean I wouldn't be totally opposed to that I mean he's done really well so far this season um and where he's pitched more than one inning Thomas what are your thoughts on him so far uh I think it's funny because like it seems like Chadwick can't start effectively like, he can't – he's not, like, a starter anymore, and we've seen how that's backfired. And it seems like he's not really, like, a closer either, like you said. It's almost like he's developed into a Mike Montgomery 2.0, in my opinion. Um, kind of like an, uh, an inning eater when it's needed, uh, when it's necessary on those days where it just turns into long bullpen games. Um, and you can say bullpen arms, but as for making him, like, the official closer – uh, I I mean they could try it, but I I don't think that's the long term goal. Yeah. Um, and I mean it, if if it uh if it works, you know then then it works. But um I don't think like for the Cubs to come out and say Tyler Chatwood is our closer, like our official closer, it would just be like odd. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean I don't think like because if he's throwing like two or three innings like every day. Like, obviously, he can't do that. But, like, if he's throwing, like, two or three innings, like, two or three times a week, like, I'd be pro- I'd be fine with that, like, him closing out right. games. I mean, he's been really good so far. Um, Obviously, I mean, he was good yesterday. Um, And the walks, I mean, they're still a little bit of a concern. Um, 13 through 20 innings so far. Um, But his whip is only 1.23. So, I mean, 
even though he's walking guys, um, he's actually walked more than he, more hits than he's allowed. Um, 13 walks and 12 hits. Um, so he's been reliable so far. Um, I mean, the only worry with that, um, kind of like Darvish, is the walks and the homers. So. Yeah. Um, all right. Do you want to talk about anything else from that game, Max? Do you want me to go through the lineup today? No, we can go through the lineup today. All right. So uh, the Cubs then that sets up a rubber match tonight. <clears throat> that is at 6:05 Central Time on Sunday Night Baseball on ESPN. It'll be Shuli Shasin, the righty, who's three and three with a 5.03 ERA, facing uh, lefty John Lester, two and one with a 1.41 ERA. Uh, John Lester will be making his seventh start of the season this year, obviously coming back from that injury. Uh, but looking at the Cubs lineup tonight, we have Jason Hayward starting it off in right field. Uh, we actually have Chris Bryant at first base tonight. Uh, that is because Anthony Rizzo will be sidelined and be sitting out tonight. Javier Pais will uh, take short. Behind home plate will be Wilson Contreras after an off day, not yesterday, um, but the day before uh, when Taylor Davis caught. I remember watching that. Kyle Schwarber will be in left. David Bodie, um, our Lord and Savior, in third. Uh, Daniel Descalso at second base. Amaro will be patrolling center. And then, obviously, John pitching. Also, I wanted to mention to you, uh, Max, do you know what John Lester's uh, batting average is? <laughs> I do not. Not off the top of my head. Guess. Wait, i got to see how many at-bats he has. All right, guess. Um, 200. He has six, he has six at-bats, so, like, Okay, so <laughs> what is he? One for six? No, he's two for six. No, yeah. yeah, because he had two hits at um when he was injured, right? That game that he got injured. Yep. Yeah. yeah. I so. guess I was a little bit. I was more. I guess I was a little bit more astonished when I saw it, like in the line of, at three thirty three. Right, yeah. But then I realized he only had six that bad. Yeah. Um, but looking uh, for tonight, uh, I wanted to mention that. Since returning from the injured list, uh, Lester has allowed just one earned run over 18 innings uh, his last three starts. He's accumulated 19 strikeouts during this time and only allowed one walk. Um, he hasn't faced the Brewers this year, uh, but last year <clears throat> in two starts, 11 and two-thirds innings pitched, he had a 2.31 ERA against Milwaukee with a 1-1 one one record. Um, and also, uh, Chassin has done well against the Cubs. He owns a 2.86 ERA in 12 games, uh, 11 starts against the Cubs, including last year's NL Central tiebreaker. So uh, definitely a guy that, you know, Chassin always intrigues me because he's not like a great pitcher or anything. Um, he's not like amazing, but he seems to, yeah, always do well against us. So uh, it should be, it's, I think it's going to be a low scoring game tonight, Matt. And as for like a score prediction, I would say the Cubs win tonight 4-3 to three on the fourth walk-off of the week. Fourth walk off. That's bold. Um, I'm gonna go three to one. Um, Cubs win. Um, I think we're gonna hit off of Chasin early. Um, he has been good. Um, against us, but I mean he hasn't been astonishing this year either. Um, but like you said, um, he always does find a way to be astonishing against us. Um, and something else. I know you said that. Um, Anthony Rizzo is out tonight. Um, and I don't know if you knew this or not, but. He's out for um, mild back tightness um, yep. because of the game. They played 15 innings yesterday. So just a day off, and then um, we have a day off tomorrow too, so he should be back in the lineup Tuesday. Right, right. Um, so 
we have about seven, eight minutes max, and I want to cruise through uh, some NL Central uh, notes. And we're going to start with the Milwaukee Brewers. And looking at the Brewers last week, I'm actually going to extend this to the last week and a half because last weekend the Brewers swept the Mets, and then they actually uh, went back home. Or Sorry, they were at home, sorry. Uh, they swept the Mets at home, and then another three-game sweep of the Nationals before they beat us on Friday. So the Brewers had a seven-game winning streak, pretty impressive. Uh, they ended up climbing. I know that uh, Milwaukee was a little bit quiet in the last two to three weeks in the NL Central. It, it was a lot about the Cubs and the Cardinals, uh, but we've seen this kind of re-emergence uh, of the Brewers. And then, obviously, they lost yesterday, and we'll take on the Cubs tonight. Uh, what do you think so far about the Brewers? Uh, what have you seen this series, Max? Um, and, you know, what do you think? Do uh, you think it comes down to the Brewers or the Cardinals as the Cubs' uh, uh, biggest rival uh, to take – or biggest hurdle to take uh, first place in this division? Um, I would personally say the Cardinals. Um, obviously, Milwaukee has looked great to start the season. Um, but I've said this in previous um, shows too. I mean, they're 16-8 and eight to start the year at home, um, and they're 8-9 and nine on the road. Um, and they're only right. 11 on 11 versus over 500 teams. Um, and it's not necessarily appealing, um, but you can kind of say the same thing about the Cardinals. Um, the Cardinals are 14 and nine at home, eight and 10 on the road. Um, and then 14 and 15 over 500, um, um, teams. But I mean, looking at it, the Cardinals have also played, um, uh, seven more games than the Pirates have over 500 teams. Um, and then for the Cubs, they're 13 and 10 um, against over 500 teams. The only team in the NL Central with an over 500 um, winning percentage against over 500 teams. Um, so it's definitely appealing so far um, what the Cubs have done. Um, and personally, I think St. Louis at the end of the year is going to be um, more of a threat than Milwaukee. Um, Milwaukee only also has only a plus eight run differential. Um, obviously Christian Yelich has been great, um, to start the season at home, but only one homer on the road so far. Um, so he struggled, um, outside of home. Um, obviously you play half your games at home. So, I mean, it doesn't mean he's going to be like bad the rest of the year. Um, I think he's still, I think he'll probably, um, catch on a little bit more on the road. Um, but maybe not. I mean, maybe he slows down a lot on the road and, um, he just can't produce, but I mean, at the end of the year, I really do think um, Milwaukee won't be um, in the running for the postseason. Yeah, it's definitely a little bit bold, um, but I like I, I agree with some things you said there. Um, so let's get into the Cardinals now. Uh, after the Cardinals got swept by the Cubs last weekend, they actually uh, headed back home, and after a six to zero Monday win. They lost the last two games on Tuesday and Wednesday as they lost 11-1 to on Tuesday and they got shut out 5-0 to on Wednesday. And then, much like uh, the Philly series, they hosted the Pirates and they won that first game. They scored a whopping 17 runs, but then ended up losing three straight games to the Pirates, including today's game. Uh, I believe the Pirates came back in that game, I believe, Max, but they won 10-6 to and overall a pretty bad week for the Cardinals. They, uh, they fall to two and five on the week. Yeah, um, and I was watching that Pirates game today. Um, I was pretty happy when um, St. Louis St. Louis did fall behind. Um, the Pirates scored five in the seventh um, to come back. They were down 
um, six to three, I or five to three, six to three or something. Um, they came back. Yep. And then they came back. Um, a Josh Bell homer. Um, and went onto the park in three and a half seconds. Um, I mean, obviously wow. they've been, yeah, they've been great to start the season. Um, but one thing I don't like, they have a negative 35 run differential. Um, only 138 runs scored and 173 given up. Um, so, I mean, their record and there's the other stats so far don't necessarily match up. Um, but I mean, you can't argue it. They've been they've been well to start the season so far. Um, and they are also four and 12 against under 500 teams. Um, I mean, those might not be stats that a lot of people like to look at. Um, but those two are definitely ones that I do. Um, and their expected win loss is 15 and 22, and they're currently 20 and 17. Um, wow. Yeah. So. Um, they're they're also the only team in the NL Central to have a negative um, run differential. Um, and like I had said earlier, Milwaukee close with only a plus eight. Um, the Cubs have the most in the MLB. I've, oh no, um, they have the they're tied for the third most in the MLB with a plus fifty one. Um, Thomas, want to want to guess who has the biggest run differential in the whole MLB? The Minnesota Twins. Nope, they're tied. We're tied with them for third. Um, uh, it's actually I, thought the that, Houston, I thought that was a good guess. Yeah, it was. was um, Houston Astros have a plus 69, um, and then the Tampa Bay Rays have a plus 57, um, and then us in Minnesota are both tied at plus 51. Um, so, I mean, we've definitely produced well so far um, on the offensive side, and even the pitching side, too. I've liked what we've seen so far. Yeah, definitely, and we're not going to have any time uh, to get into the Pirates and the Reds of uh, past weeks, but uh, Max, do you have anything else to add before we get on out of here, before we watch our Cubs in about 30 minutes? No, not much. All right, so with that, Max, and everyone else, it's going to wrap up our 19th episode of the Ivy Podcast here on May 12th. We look forward to seeing you guys next week on May 19th for our 20th. That is our 20th episode as the Cubs continue to roll along, and hopefully we can keep that first place secured. Uh, the specific time for the podcast will be to be determined, but make sure you follow Max's page at Wrigley News, my page at the Cubs Wave, and as always, go Cubs go, and we hope you have a relaxing rest of your Sunday night and enjoy the game. Thanks, guys. Polo with the check. I just put some crazy around my neck. Go crazy with your The Ivy is produced by Benson Fector. The Ivy is a production of the Baseball Podcast Network. For more of the Ivy content, be sure to head over to our website at baseballpodcastnet.com. Make sure to give our hosts a follow on Instagram. Thomas at the Cubs Wave and Max at Wrigley News. Follow the official Baseball Podcast Network social media accounts. Instagram, at Baseball Podcast Net. Twitter, at Baseball Podcast One. That's P-O-D-C-A-S-1. YouTube at Baseball Podcast Network and SoundCloud at Baseball Podcast Network. Thank you for tuning in to the Ivy. We'll see you next time. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? 
Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.